Oh, that was such a weird part. Hi, Karamba. Hi, Karamba. I'm Bartman. Colonel, this is Bartman. everybody i am player one and my name is damien welcome to another retro game night i am joined with player two that guy there his name is kyle good evening player three josh greetings on this dark night and player four ben i'm batman and we are here to chat everything all about things in retro gaming and sometimes we sneak in some new stuff too how y'all doing tonight doing well dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight that's right batman that's right so we are here to talk about uh, something really awesome today. Something uh, near and something, dear to your heart. Something very near and dear to my heart. My Little Pony. Got it. My Little Pony, <laughs> The Revenge. Su- Super Monkey Ball. Yes. Batman, 1989, the Ooh. movie. Ooh. And we got the video game made for the NES. And now we want to compare the two. We want to compare what we thought of the movie with the game, vice versa. Let's get started into it. What's interesting is that when we start the story, Joker's already Joker. We don't see anything in the beginning of how Joker was created, how he became uh, the mastermind that took over the criminal underworld. Clown prince of crime. Exactly. And with the game, we just jump right into uh, Batman already knowing that Joker is the one who killed his parents. Right. He already knows, uh, which in the movie it was almost towards the end of the film that spoilers. he finds out yeah spoiler hello i'm sorry if you guys haven't seen this film hello. if you guys shame haven't seen you. this film shame on you all right There's plenty um, of fans out there that should be seeing this already please so <laughs> please. please so uh we find out midway of the movie almost towards the end that joker was responsible jack napier was responsible for killing uh thomas and martha wayne um but in the game we see batman already knows straight up that it's him and one thing that's kind of wonderful about the movie is that it does show an origin to the joker and while we all enjoyed the dark knight with heath ledger's portrayal of the joker we never did get to find out how he got those scars but in the 1989 batman we did get to see that at least one origin that is in the comics even though it just jumps right into that action for the game and that was that was kind of cool that the uh, movie did have a nice origin story to it we don't we haven't seen the brand new Joker movie being developed and coming out, but before that, this is as good as it got as far as having a, a movie background origin story of the Joker, which was brilliantly done. Good old Mr. Jack Napier. Good old Mr. J. So the game, you go in, you drop literally into the streets of Gotham right. and tell us about some of the bad guys that we see in the game that were not in the movie. Well, some of the first ones that we actually run across is called the shakedowns they're the ones that are just running straight at you as batman sounds like a dance doing a little shakedown with batman getting punched in the face which one's getting the shakedown by the way i don't know or are, <laughs> i just or don't know doing a shakedown. 
I mean, a shakedown, that's a criminal, so, so the sh- that is criminal activity. The right. shake the shakedown yeah. would be yeah that'd be a criminal activity or code right forcing people to ha- uh, give over protection money. Okay, uh, there you go. Yes, that's what yeah. it is. Yes, <laughs> it sounded Sorry. almost sarcastic. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Yes, Josh, good job. Exactly. Uh huh. Yes, we have the shakedowns and taken straight from shakedowns. Contra, and we have another one that's called the mobile tracker. Th- those are the little ones that you kind of you feel like you the have little... to crouch down to punch to. Oh, like the little, the little tank cars, things. yeah, 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 yeah. the little yeah. robots okay. that are also in Mega Man. Uh, little did you know, are they Star really? Wars. It just they, I think when you're on the same level as them, they go faster. They faster if I remember, yeah. just like yeah, Mega Man, they're yeah. certain on Mega, they're, they're the spinning spike guys that would go back and forth. You yeah, shoot I mean, them you, with their blaster once, and they would stop and pause, and yeah. you could jump over them. They just do. make remind me. Yeah. yeah, I never thought of that. That's Except cool. for in Batman, you can actually destroy them this time. Right. Whereas in Mega Man, they're just a annoyance. It depends if you have the in that if you have the cut. Thing. I think that will destroy them. Anyway. I've never found oh, a way to okay. destroy them in Mega Man. But in Batman, so in you, could, Man. you could easily do it with your fist, which is nice. You Correct. could literally what's, punch them. And, what's funny is that yeah. the, it seems like there's a one pixel that if you're standing up as Batman, you just keep punching straight ahead. You'll actually be able to, to hit them and destroy them. You don't have to crouch down to do it, which I thought was kind of That's nice cool. because when you have yeah. the... Uh, the shakedown guys running at you and you have the little guys too you feel like you're having to stand up and crouch down and stand up and crouch down to do it but you could just sit there and just punch the shakedown <laughs> guys when they're coming towards you they don't really look like they're rushing you they look like they're going for a nice evening jog have you noticed that <laughs> like they're Maybe not they really like you know aggressively going towards you i think they feel protected because uh they might be wearing some type of armor or something so they feel like oh well we could take down this guy he's just one guy in a, in a crazy bat suit Who's this nut job? I right. can just take him down with his bulletproof vest. Because remember, in the movie, the thugs did have uniforms. They had fancy jackets. Right. Almost looked like they were SWAT team yeah. guys right. that were maybe paid off. But no, they were they just had their own uniforms. And in the game, I guess that wouldn't translate very good. They would all look the same. It would look kind of boring. And you wouldn't want them to look like cops either. Right. They could be mistaken for cops having black outfits. And it just, again, I, it seemed like the game is going away from black altogether outside of the background that's why batman's like a purplish blue if you notice that which is interesting because you look at it and just not really batman's colors well that's also a limitation on the uh, nes software itself there's a lot more shades of blue than there is any of the other colors which is why you'll see a lot more of the uh of the portraits and stuff as joker when we have the bigger screen ones they are able to get more detail with the blue shade to be able to do the different definitions uh you'll see on batman on his shoes to be able to get the shine on them to kind of make it look a little like they've been polished there's a different shade of of a blue on there that makes it seem that way it's the reason why mega man is also blue there's a lot of they're able to do a lot more detail with that blue shade now that you say it i don't really recall many nes games having like gray like a gray color right maybe like zelda 2 i can recall maybe if you points or like you know mario but the, it seems like gray really isn't used like it's I would, more of a game boy thing maybe a game boy thing because it's black and white um but you yeah, know that, batman that could have been easily a gray suit if they didn't want to do black but in this case they went purple and blue because it had more depth to it it's a limitation on the nes software because you're able to have the 13 colors in the background and 12 colors in front so that's 25 colors on the screen at one time where they're able to get the detail on it. Um, so you can kind of play with the software 
and get double that on there, but then that might be where we get that slowdown. And we get that a lot with just the normal software of the NES. True. Yeah, I noticed that when, when we played it, that there was some slowdown. And I know there were some graphical limitations in the time. Yeah. Well, between the moving backgrounds, the enemies, and Batman, there is a lot going on on the screen at any given time. It's a lot to process through. Right. But then one of the other characters that we find on the streets of Gotham, and we see this in the movie as well, is that ninja guy. Remember him from right. the movie? Right. He has that samurai sword. In the alleyway in the movie. His name in the game is the KG Beast. The KG Beast. That's so brilliant. <laughs> you didn't look Russian to me. Yeah. Where does the KGB even like fit into Batman's world? <laughs> Maybe it's just someone that Joker decided to hire to be part of his goon squad. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, <laughs> in the movie, we had this epic fight scene with that ninja who just goes absolutely ape crazy on Batman with right. swords. Um, didn't really play it like that in the game. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're able to catch him right as he enters the screen, you can literally just take your batterings and just throw the batterings at him until he just gets knocked out and here there is no threat to him whatsoever. Uh, looking KG Beast up here, it looks like he actually is part of the uh, DC Universe. I'm not totally sure when he was introduced. Oh, another DC character that was put into the game. I wasn't aware of this DC character at all. It just seemed like it was a regular oh. goon that had a samurai sword. <laughs> first and he knows martial arts. First yeah. appearance, March 1988. Hmm. Before the game in the movie. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. So they actually did do their research. They did. And here I thought they just threw in a bunch of characters that didn't fit with the movie. There he is. Wow. Yeah, he pulled it up. Except for he has like a gun arm. Hey, maybe they changed him up later. I don't know. He got oh, th that was after the fight with Batman, and he damaged his arm, and so then he got upgraded. <laughs> I'm steroids. <laughs> I'm steroid man. <laughs> right after the fight with KG Beast, then we get to the boss, as far as I remember, right? Right. Yeah. And we, who is that? We're on the steps of City Hall, mm -hmm. and we have this guy flying in the air, shooting fireballs down at Batman. That is. Killer Moth. Killer Moth. Now, he is a DC character. Mm -hmm. He wasn't in any of the other games, to my knowledge, or uh, TV series, animated series, um, not even the animated movies I can think of. Though if but any... he might have been, right? Brave, Brave well, and Bold? Is that weird? I'm thinking, if anything, he'd probably be in the Brave and the Bold. They really went pretty deep into Bat Batman mythos and okay. the rogues gallery. And they might have shown up in one of the Teen Titans shows as well, if I recall correctly. Okay, that so then be. there's a couple there that he would be intertwined with. But other than that, I just knew him from the comics. And they introduced him into the game that's supposedly based on the movie. So I wonder, was there possibly a killer moth to be in the movie that they maybe couldn't do because of lack of CGI and production. I'm not I, sure. I, I think it's a common thing. If you really think about it, there's a lot of games that are based on movies where they do try to keep the general storyline to the movie, but then they'll add all the other characters and villains from throughout the rogues gallery. Uh, Spider-Man two for the PlayStation two, I believe is one example where the main villain is Dr. Octopus, but then they throw in, I believe they throw in the Scorpion and the Probably Shocker. Lizard, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like... So even though they're not in the movie, it's something 
other than just throwing random thugs at your hero until the time comes where you get to the end and okay, here's the big bad. Well, yeah. Let, let's let's add a little more enthusiasm by throwing a couple extra villains in there. I think it'd be kind of cool to think about it like this. The movie was only able to show certain parts of it, but the game can be a complement to it. So the things that are happening in the game are kind of happening in between the different cuts there you go. that yeah. we see in the movie and thus kind of giving you a fuller more interactive story than just the movie is allowed to give you and what the game is also allowed to give you. Right. So the movie itself, really you're seeing what's happening with Joker, but for all you know, Batman was taking care of his quote unquote side mission with other villains in the area. I don't know. I, I, I kind of missed that boss battle with those gun toting mimes. (laughs) So we see (laughs) Gotham city hall in the movie at this part in the game where in the movie, uh joker comes up with the pen taking out the crime boss's thug with that feathered pen and he stabs him in in the throat with it and he claims the pen is truly mightier than the sword thank you ben that's exactly exactly word for word what he says and therefore there's a big shootout everyone gets down except uh batman Batman. and vicky vale decide to stand up and go what's going on what's going on and then they just you know we're the protagonists we're not gonna die yeah they're like we have invincibility card we're the main characters of the movie we're not gonna get shot and we're beautiful and we're gorgeous (laughs) look at our frilly hair (laughs) <laughs> look, at oh, Hollywood yes. types. look at our Hollywood yeah, 80s hair. <laughs> they had to pull out that Jerry curl. Right. <laughs> so that's something that was in the game and in the movie. Um, and then after that part, we see an epic little cutscene with the Batmobile in the game. Yep. He's and then drive. What? And then we're going to, we are going to the second stage, which was a factory. Okay. So generic. And it, I think, it, is it supposed to be Axis Chemicals, which is what we see in the movie? It seemed like it, because it was the whole machine gun door entrance. We did see that same scene that we see in the movie in the game, where he does the machine guns, it cuts right. a horizontal line across it, and he comes sliding in. But that, in the movie, comes much later. So they integrated right. a later portion of the movie into an early part of the game. Or it could just be another factory where he's just like, hey, this is how I enter factories. Sliding in. Yeah. It's, 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 it, this is how Batman enters every place. It's just shooting everything horizontally. Here's my. Oh, skeleton. there was a door there. Okay. Here's my skeleton key. <laughs> Bat skeleton key. Thank you. In the game, we're seeing what these like robots. I remember seeing these very slow moving robots that swing at you extremely Monsters slow. The enemies that we see in stage two is ones called the javelins. They attack with a long spear. We have the drop claw, which is that uh, enemy that's on the ceiling that opens up and drops bombs on you. That's the thing that you can use to harvest um, like the power-ups and stuff, being able to get health. If you just sit there and just punch at them, when the bombs come at you, they'll drop the items and you can pick them up. So you can harvest those if you need to grind. Are, wait a second. Are you jumping ahead? I thought I thought that was the third stage. Because I remember the second stage, you're trying to dodge the chemical, uh, the green stuff at the bottom. And if you drop down, you get I'm, hurt. I'm just telling you what's in the instruction manual. The instruction okay. t- manual lets us know what stage each of these enemies show up in which That's, is kind of cool about is, these isn't manuals that cool that manuals did it. that like, it's so great it what so nice happened to that, that yeah. 
Like, they don't show us anything now. It's just like... Well, because now they're all like, hey, look, there's that enemy over there. They only show up here. And it's not in the manual anymore. Well, it's, it's all <laughs> this online is what now. what do do. Yeah, you're right. It's all online now. Yeah. So and besides, we're men. We don't need instruction manuals. <laughs> I mean, I know part of it. I, I get it. They're trying to save paper, not having to produce all that. But at the same time, it was really neat to, to, to have for the collector and all of us that could hold right. on to that and read it. Get a little backstory for each of these characters, which is what we're doing right now. We're actually talking about each of these characters like they actually mean something. Whereas games nowadays, it's like, well, just look it up online or just don't worry about it. Just or go those enemies are it. just throwaway enemies. They're just something that was there to look good at that one specific second and then they're gone the next. Yeah, they tried as much as they could to give a background because nobody had internet. So here's right. as much info as you can get. We have uh, three more enemies that show up in here. We have the shakedowns again. Uh, Deadshot shows up. Hmm. And we also have the Night Slayers. Where is Deadshot in this? Because how do I not remember this? And <laughs> those I've are the ones many times. Those are the uh, the guys that have the guns that would shoot once and then duck down and then stand up and shoot again. So there's huh. many Deadshots, is what you're saying. There's multiple Deadshots, even though there's the only dead one Deadshot dead in the <laughs> comics. It's Deadshot's minions. Okay, that sounds that sounds dead more sheets. plausible. That's, that's why they dead only sheets. have Nerf guns. Because if, <laughs> if you notice, these slow moving darts. I mean, really slow moving. You they are very them. slow. <laughs> <laughs> They're just slow darts with nerve gas on them. By the them. time the dart fires from the gun and gets towards Batman, he's already had like three batarangs hit him. That's how that is just a portrayal of how quick Batman's reaction is. They have to slow it down for us to be able to see how quick Batman can die. So he's the Flash. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Quicksilver from X Men. <laughs> Quick Flash. Oh. I don't know. I didn't really remember seeing Batman dodge many bullets in the movies or in, in that movie because he just let them hit him because body armor. Yeah, the body armor could take all of it, apparently. As long as they don't shoot him ping, in the mouth. Ping, right. Oh, we have another enemy. I just found another one. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We have, we also have, which enemy could be this thrilling? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yes, Kyle. What what enemy is this? The mobile, the mobile home mine. The oh yeah, those the one, suckers. The ones oh, that. that would sit still. It would just then... be so still until you walk close enough and be like, "Here I come." I just like how it's the mobile home, just because it actually moves towards you. <laughs> yeah, those things were awful, man. The description. They were awful. They were so easy. You just drop down and then you jump out of the way. Not or you when jump you're over five them. years old trying to play. Jump okay? over them. Just saying. I'm trying to remember <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> and sometimes they were in tight spaces, so you really couldn't jump or grab you know, grab onto a wall or something. Jump backwards. Or you had a shakedown guy, you know, jogging towards you. Here I come to save the day. <laughs> and you had that. So our boss for this level, because we get we have three different sections in this level. It's the factory part. We have a bunch of dripping chemicals that we have to dodge, all the enemies we have to fight. No one that's really particular to just this level like it was in the first one where we had the KG Beast only be showing up in that one. So we actually get into the boss of this one, which is kind of cool that they didn't always choose... A person that he had to fight right he had to go after what this one was called machine intelligence and it was, it was the name of the boss because there was <laughs> multiple parts to hit on this thing and it right would, when you would kill one part of it 
then another part would come alive suddenly and start shooting you a different way. Right, yeah. With this one, we had the first challenge you had to come across was the two cannons that were shooting at you. You had to take both of those out. And then you had a weak point that had uh, like shooting lasers going down, and you could either jump on the conveyor belt on top and try to dodge that and then just get really close and punch it, or you could just shoot your uh, spear guns at it. Um, but then once those parts were down, then the main eye, basically, of the machine came alive and shot three pellets at you. And you had to take that one out to destroy the machine intelligence. There were some large pellets, if that was a pellet. That, those were some pretty what big you pellets. Like cannonballs is more like it. Like I can't allow you to do that. Well, it was like a three-pronged cannon that shot at you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that just goes to show how beefy batman is he could take one of those to the chest and just keep trucking yeah just takes that he's like eh, i don't have time to bleed magic body armor so in the movie when did he go down to the sewers he didn't did twice he, he didn't no this is why i think this is something that is happening when joker is doing something and batman's having to take care of something else while we see joker doing something. he had to later. go down and visit the ninja turtles it got, exactly yeah. took my joke <laughs> of course i did <laughs> So, no, he didn't do that in the movie. Uh, well, that's what I Straight figured. Straight out the sewer. And that's why I have that idea. But our third level is the sewers. Do you guys remember anything about the sewers? I just remember that level stinks. It had the big, <laughs> jumping, beastly dudes. That's what I remember. With Manly, claws. beastly. Yeah. Th- those were so annoying. Once they locked onto you, oh, they were relentless, just jumping, and it right. was really hard to hit them. Yeah. What, what were they called? Man beasts. No, that's your name. Beastly men. Those enemies were the Dude, jaders. jaders. They were called what? The jaders. J a d e r. Jaders. Okay. Joker made this biological weapon to jump on Batman. <laughs> Literally, the description of them. <laughs> and then after that, what other enemies are we seeing besides the jaders? Uh, we have ones that are called heat waves. They fire a fire gun at them. Those are guys that are like crouching. That looks like they're shooting like a flamethrower. Ooh, ooh, that's a DC character. Is it? Which yeah. ones? Heat wave. Yeah. Why is it not familiar to me? So this is what uh, prior to the movie, uh, comic wise. So like Pretty we're sure. I mean, so we're we're talking because uh, he's a he's a villain. Okay. And, but but we're not saying that this is a boss fight. So these are many heat waves. Heat yeah, wa- these are right? many. These are many people. Like, who so like heat the waving. That's the like the dead shot thing. There's many dead shots. <laughs> Seems like it. Dead right. shots and. And then another one that we have that shows up in this one is called the EEV. It says it shoots like a cannon. Don't oh, look. is it the one oh, that's, that's stationary the claw? The claw. God, okay, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. I was trying to think about what that one was called. It was interesting with that enemy because it seemed like they stationed it far away to make you feel like you had to attack the body of the enemy or of the machine that shot out the claw. But all you really had to do was just be right at the edge of its reach and yeah. just punch it, and you could knock it out that way. Yeah, so right. its hitbox was on the chain itself, too. I missed that one. I, I didn't catch that. that <laughs> Did those... you keep trying to go at the main body of the thing? I kept throwing batterings at them to try to just oh, okay. knock them out from afar. It seemed like a lot of these enemies, you were either able to punch them and take them out or just use a battering. Yeah. Only when it was a bigger enemy, kind of like a tank that we'll see later on, that you really had to get out the spear gun. Um, 
but the Jaders was the like only that, thing like I that found. long shotgun that Batman has. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the one, the second weapon that he right. has because you have right. the batarangs, you have the spear gun, and you have the dirks. Uh huh. Um. So the spear gun, which was like that rocket gun, right? That he right. Use, the rocket one would yeah. be it would be good for certain things, and the Jaders was the enemy that I used the um the dirks on because when they right as they appeared on the screen if you kept them on the edge they would just keep jumping up and down they wouldn't attack yeah Batman right yet. right so if you were to pull out your dirks there and get time their jumps and throw it there three of those would knock them out and then just one of the uh rocket icons gives you 10 points and it would refill one of those guys so you could really easily refill your weapon energy so no dead shots, no dirk, uh, no dirks, no um, jaders, no none of this is in the movie, and yet this is in the sewer, which is not in the movie yet again. <laughs> Batman you, needs to use specific weapons for certain circumstances, and those circumstances were not in the movies. Those circumstances were not in the movie. <laughs> now you could arguably say, if you're a Batman nut, that you could say for fun that this could be again alternate part of what you saw in the movie is taking place. And for some strange right. reason, that there's a bunch of monsters <laughs> instead of just henchmen. <laughs> they were the biological weapons that Joker created. I mean, come on. Joker got really busy. He, he had a lot oh, to do. He got busy. He got busy. Yeah. <laughs> he lost his art. <laughs> Want to make some art, darling? <laughs> oh, that was such a weird part. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so, Kyle, are we at the boss now? Yes, we are, Joshua. <laughs> Joshua, we uh, at the end of the sewers, we come across the boss. His name is the Electrocutioner, and he is a warrior that is the strongest one on earth, capable of transmitting a moon attacker, which says it's a ten mega gig volt killer beam out of his arm. And I'm sure you all know him from the comics, but then he was also in Arkham Origins, so he was in a other. Uh, I, I didn't Batman get that game. far into that game. I did play a little bit of it, but I didn't get too far into Origins. So he was in that, uh, and now I didn't I didn't realize that was him in this game. Although I don't remember he's... Ha- him having any moon powers. In, yeah, what is this uh, moon origin, power, I wonder? Uh... Does it say? <laughs> it's definitely a unique version of him. All it says is a 10 giga, mega giga Great volt. So I don't know what a mega giga is. <laughs> mega giga, huh? huh? M-E-G-A-G-I-G-A. Mega giga volt killer beam in the game when uh it shows him power up his arm and it shows like a bolt that comes out of his arm like that and then when he throws his arm down it does like a shockwave across the map right but this is the easiest boss ever because all you really have to do is go up on top of one of the cliffs crouch down and punch yeah, you do it for about five minutes and then he's dead. Punching like <laughs> isn't a bad thing in this game. Like you would think that would be the weakest thing, but actually works quite well if you're okay with being close quarters with the with the enemy. As I kept playing through this game, I kept comparing it to Mega Man because it's one of my favorite games to play, and it felt like the punching in this game was really comparable to the Mega Blaster for Mega Man. Simple and easy weapon to use, and as long as you figured out how it worked. You could take out 90% of the enemies in the game with it. Right. Didn't have to be super powerful. You just had a good timing with it. And you right. You could get yeah. it down. At yeah. least with, and also, at least with Mega Man, you could charge it up and kind of change up your attack. Whereas this one, you're just like, 
try to spam the button as fast as you can to keep the punches going. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt the same way. If you were able to know how to use it, jump on the guys effectively, stop right before them, and crash down and just punch, you are able to take out a lot of stuff uh, pretty easily. After that, that takes us to stage four. Yep, and we go into okay. another factory. Yet I'm not sure factory. which factory this is. One this is this the though. one with the TV screens in the background with Joker's face popping up? Yes. Okay. The enemies that we actually see in this one, again, we see the heat waves. So they, those are the ones that are shooting the flamethrowers out right. at you. Their range of attack is pretty long. Yeah. They're pretty consistent in their pattern, so they're pretty predictable. You, just, They're just a pain in the butt to have to get through. Just you can either jump right before and time it before they fire their flamethrower or you can stand back and use either the Dirk or the uh, rocket gun. Actually, using the batarangs on these guys was pretty effective because it was within the reach of them. All you had to do is just throw two of them, and they were done. Okay. So that's the quickest way to take care of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. The batarang is kind of the best move you could do for everyone. Plus, it only used uh, one of your energy, and you had 99 of your weapon energy. So it was one of the more efficient attacks to be able to use. Right. We also have the mobile trackers. Those are the, the little rogue-like tanks that are going to take out Batman's ankles. <laughs> None <laughs> the, of those in the movie. We see the drop claws in here that drop those mines. Easy to harvest those things to get your power-ups or your life back up if you needed it. And we also see a new one called the Rail Runner. This one is something that moved back and forth, left and right on a track. Mm -hmm. It kind of almost looked like a gear that would be sliding back and forth. Yeah. It didn't show up until the very end of this level as you were dropping down and having to go up and around to the exit. There are the parts that were just dropping down. You only really see two of them in this level. You don't really destroy them. You just kind of try to try to avoid them. Avoid them. Yeah. yeah. They're okay. pains in the butt. <laughs> yeah. So then we get to the boss then. Who's that? And that one was called the Dual Container Alarm. Oh, him. Yeah, I'm, I remember him from the comics. Yeah, it actually refers... <laughs> funny, funny thing about that, the manual actually refers to it as a he. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a, no, I remember him. These are, these are little... It's a control device that controls two boxes. And as the boxes move around the uh, perimeter of the level it would shoot out these fireballs at Batman when it came pretty much to his level. And it says he is programmed to trigger firebombs. Yeah, it was different in the comics. <laughs> was it a guy like sitting inside of it shooting the bombs? Well, no, but yeah, several of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, but no, but yes. No. Yeah, no, really, yeah. <laughs> this is the one that I got stuck on that I needed to get cheats to do it. I saw other people do it. I looked up how they did it i just couldn't replicate the pattern and i just got so frustrated i'm just like okay i need to have a cheat to be able to get past this just give me infinite life energy and just let me punch the bejesus out of these things yeah because these things were very difficult i and remember they were fast. that without cheats it's yeah yeah especially hard. when you knocked out yeah, one really of them is fast. it just goes so much faster and starts shooting more yeah once you took out one of them then the last one would go down to the bottom and go back and forth and it would stop periodically to shoot three bombs up in the air that would then go across the level on both sides you had to be on a tiny little ledge on the bottom left side to somewhat avoid that attack but it was still only going 
back and forth below you. So you still had to drop down and like try to throw something or hit it with something to try to just get it. It was a it was a pain what a the, jerk. It's a pain in the butt. Whatever it, it is, is he he apparently it's a he. Yeah, I don't it's know a how he. that's possible, but okay. He I was programmed that way. Maybe he had a guy voice. To do that, maybe there's a there maybe there's a man's voice. That it, came out and said, you Batman, can't do that, Why Batman. are you doing, Batman? You can't do that, Batman. <laughs> I don't remember seeing these in the movie. No, they weren't in the movie. It was no. in the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, was, uh, this was a side quest, right? Right. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm sure Tim Burton would have treated these very well if they had been in the movie. If he had Michael Bay's... Um, budget. Budget for explosions. <laughs> Michael Bay's lens flares. <laughs> I'm Bayman. I almost wonder what Tim Burton would have been able to do with uh, a, a bigger budget and CGI uh, graphics for a lot of this stuff. Because, I mean, there's a lot of villains that would look downright cheesy back in 1989 and just costume. And I'm sure he probably thought that, too, with his vision. So he wanted to make it more realistic. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I kind of wonder with that. That would be pretty crazy seeing killer moth running around and flying on on wires around city hall that would be pretty uh, interesting and george clooney is batman oh no as it should be. no no <laughs> with the nipples <laughs> bat nipples bulletproof nipples. oh my god we're not gonna talk about that <laughs> i'm not gonna get into that uh, we're still we're still going with 1989 batman here with michael keaton and he he's, he's fine Leave the bat nipples alone. <laughs> um, the bat nipple repellent. <laughs> yeah, could use some of that. <laughs> use some of that after 1995. <laughs> so we have the next level, which is level... Five. Five, okay. We get a cutscene right before that one. It's a nice little shot of the bat wing. Bat wing's closing in. Flying around the bell tower. And for some reason, he parks on the bottom floor. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, it's not a helicopter. There's no landing no landing spot for yeah, the it's not Batwing. Like he, he has any kind of... Well, it's not as though he didn't have a grapple gun or something. You know, just... Right. He could have just jumped out and grappled his way to the top and didn't have to climb all those stairs. No, he had to park. You would think he would have the technology to just jump out and park the Batwing remotely. I mean, come on. No, don't you remember? The autopilot's broken. Oh, you're going to Dark Knight Rises. Okay, let's just jump there. <laughs> let's just let's just all, combine all of these movies together. <laughs> hey, at least he didn't get shot down this time. This time he just lands. That's true. That's he did. True. We start this level down on the very bottom floor of the bell tower. We're having to climb our way all the way up to get to the final boss, which was the Joker. And what's interesting about the level is that the enemies are on the different ledges and you're having to be a really good wall jumper. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then there's the wall jumping in the game, which is kind of cool. I mean, what other game like Ninja Gaiden? That's the only one I can think of a year before that, which is similar kind of like you don't jump quite like the way you do in the Batman game. You kind of grapple, right? Versus this one's kind of like a, they did kind of a cool animation. I mean, it's kind of like a swoop, turn pivot and then jump you know whereas ninja gaiden was like grapple and then jump off 
And yeah, it think, is kind of similar to Mario, but Mario didn't uh, learn that move until about seven years later in Super Mario 64. <laughs> Took him a little while. <laughs> well, but, he, had, he had to figure out how to center his gravity to be able to use the wall jump. <laughs> and, and he wasn't trained as a ninja in his plumber's academy. That's true. So you could wall jump, uh, which is great. And then at this point, you're wall jumping up, and you're going all the way to the top. And then what happens? And then we come across two bad guys at the very top. The very first one that you have to fight is called Firebug. Firebug. Yeah, he's not Killer Moth. He doesn't shoot fireballs at you like the little puny flare gun that that Killer Moth has. Pew, pew, pew. Exactly, pew, pew. But this one is a giant ball of fire that gets thrown at you, and you have to jump over that. Plus, then he gets really fast, jumps over to you, and just starts punching your daylights out. Now, this was the one right before the end right right yes okay yeah because i was just completely dumbfounded when i saw him about who this guy was he kind of looked like the shredder right but then he also (laughs) kind of looked like maybe a predator as well with those fire blasts that he was shooting at you he almost did look like shredder with like how his helmet was but the almost looks like the half circle coming out from the front huh (laughs) yeah it was it was the helmet oh man this the manual has a great description of this boss. It cracks me up because when you think about the temperatures that this thing says, you just you just have, the only thing you can do is just laugh. So it, the manual says, "The Joker's most trusted bodyguard wants revenge on Batman for personal reasons. Batman defeated his brother, so Firebug will stop at nothing to kill Batman. He can admit." 600 million degrees Celsius fireballs that will instantly dissolve any, anything into atomic pieces. He is definitely Batman's most powerful enemy besides the Joker. 600 million degrees Celsius. <laughs> wow. I mean, and you can take like what? When you're at full health, like six of those shots? <laughs> I don't know what type of... Uh, batman body armor he has that can withstand that type of degree though it's almost like he could walk on the sun (laughs) magic bat armor Uh, that's great that's hilarious (laughs) so then after we beat uh firebug we then get into the fight with the joker with the long gun yes that that made the cameo in the movie that is an awesome little thing that shows up in the game is how big that gun is and the interesting part about that gun, it shoots regular bullets, but then he also has a big shot that actually gets shoot out too. And not only that, but then it also seems like uh, he can channel some of Thor's power there. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Call upon the lightning and thunder. <laughs> I have the power of the long gun. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, there's lightning being cast down to strike at Batman when I didn't realize Joker had those powers, but okay. I think I know why. I think he's using, because they're at the top, it's a stormy night, he's using his long gun as a lightning rod, attracting the lightning. But it's not hitting him, for some reason it's somehow missing him and going after Batman. But if you carefully look, listen to the music, you can hear the power of love in the background, and it's the, belt, it's the <laughs> clock say, tower. This is Back to the Future style. <laughs> <laughs> What's cool about the end of this fight is, it'll seem like when it's done... Nothing is moving. You actually have to go and walk up to the body of the right. Joker lying it, on the it floor. It almost looks like the game glitches out because nothing's happening bit, yeah. until you walk actually up to him, right? It, it's 
it's almost like a real personal thing that you have to do, which is to walk up to the downed Joker. It's kind of a weird grasp to get around. Right, right. So then when you walk over to Joker, you get the whole sequence of you dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. And it's kind of interesting how that is different than the movie, because in the movie, you get the quote, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? And the reason why that's so important is because that's what Joker had said to him when he was killing his parents. We also get that again halfway through the movie. And that's how we find out that Joker was the one who killed his parents. So then Batman says it back to him. My question to you is this. Did he ever rub another man's rhubarb? I think he did. And that's why he got on Joker's bad side. (laughs) This is a very dark ending. I mean, if you think about it, because he is literally saying the quote that he said to Bruce when he killed his, his parents and then throws him off the balcony (laughs) and he falls to his death like that. And which is way different from the movie, right? Because the movie, it was his own hubris that ended up taking him down. He insisted on harassing Batman and Vicki Vale on the ledge until the helicopter came And it was at that moment that he was able to be grappled to the gargoyle statue. But if he had just, okay, uh, I'm just going to leave you guys here and I'm going to go over here safely away from you and escape on my helicopter, he would have gotten away. He would have been gone. Definitely would have gotten away. Yeah. But this is way different. Yeah. Batman just straight up, and you see that in the cutscene. He just hurls Joker off the building. Throws him right off. Still with the last laugh and smile. And it's really creepy, too, because his eyes are still open. They got very detailed with those pictures at the end of the game. They did. They were, they were almost kind of disturbing. I, I mean, it, <laughs> if you were a kid and you saw that part, I mean, that that's pretty horrific. <laughs> Back they, in 1989. They were really going with the darkness of the movie. Yeah, they did. And I guess this also proves that they did see the movie, these programmers, or they went off of the screenplay right or or the you know or information directly from the producers of the movie oh it'll be a hot time in the old town tonight <laughs> yeah and so uh, he's dead the game is over and i mean it doesn't quite do a thanks for playing thank goodness because i'm really sick of that sometimes in these nes games <laughs> it's just like thanks for playing game over thank you so they show credits and, a winner is you you know epic music and sequence right. of showing it's over and i would say it's kind of a rewarding ending kind of like a movie you know and then Especially the bat logo get, yep the, bat at the logo. end and it felt like you really were batman for that short period of time or or long or long <laughs> period of time depending you know how long it took you Depending on how many continues it took and how many times you had to restart a level, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> right. At least with this one, sorry, I'm I'm just in such a comparison with Back to the Future because that was such a flusher yeah. that anytime you had to start over, it completely started you over from the beginning of the game. At least with this game, you just started over on a on the level. You didn't have to restart the entire game over again. So at least that was a real big benefit for me. I just think that there's some mechanics in this game that we're so used to having nowadays that aren't in this. Like being able to change your run speed. You're kind of stuck with a specific speed throughout the entire game. You're used to thinking, oh, well, this is longer than my normal jump. If I'm able to run it, 
I can jump further and be able to make it. You had to really think about utilizing that wall jump feature. Right. And being able to extend your jumping and your distance that way instead of changing your run speed. Yeah, you, you couldn't always take a, a leap that you might think you might be able to make. But then if you drop down or if you jump onto an adjacent ledge, then you could actually make that leap much easier. And in some cases, you were actually able to shortcut through certain stages by jumping on some of the platforms and making it to a higher level without having to go all the way across the screen, going up the easier route, and then coming <laughs> back across. Yeah, I remember doing that a couple of times, being able to take those shortcuts. If you know how high you can jump and where you can wall jump off of it. So being able to be very familiar with those levels becomes very important if you want to make it through fast. Right. So guess what time it is? Tool time? Review time. Uh-oh. Time to review. Here at Retro Game Net, we have come up with the very best, the most genius way to rate a game in terms of replay value and overall interest of the game. Showcase it, which means you love it, you adore it, it means everything to you, and it makes you want to run out to the streets and shout your love, and you want everyone to know it. One and done, which means you liked the time you had with it, but you know it's just not really working out, I'll call you, maybe not, or flush it, equals toilet paper. So let's start with Josh. What do you think? Well, I really did enjoy this game. It it's really wonderful. The backgrounds are wonderful. The controls. I do enjoy how Batman is able to fight with his enemies, but then also utilize the gadgets that he has as well. And I think that the game, while very difficult in certain areas, it's a very fair game. And when we play a lot of retro games especially when we've been meeting up, there's a lot of games where it's just the gameplay is just completely unfair, it's unwinnable, and not very enjoyable. And with this game, between the gameplay, the cutscenes, the visual, it is a game that you can play over and over again. I would definitely rate this as a showcase, because this is a game where I could honestly refer this to people and have them have an enjoyable experience. And you're not going to get this the first time you try to play it. It's going to take a little bit of time. You're going to take a little while to understand the levels, the platforms, the map. It's going to take a little while, but as you get more experience in the game, you will enjoy it, and it is something that you can go back to. So that's why I chose that rating. Yeah, I agree with that. I do also rate this as a showcase it something that they did such a great job with the visuals like josh said with the backgrounds the controls were really good and smooth really accurate with it you were able to think of different strategies for the different uh enemies that you were able to fight against plus the music they did such a good job with the music the bosses had uh, a great puzzle that you were able to solve with them you were only really limited to three gadgets, but it really gave you a diverse weaponry to be able to figure out how you're going to fight the different bosses. Um, the way they use the pixels to be able to do the cutscenes and the artwork, it just all around looked looked really great. I you know, compared it to Mega Man a lot and was able to keep it on that level. And Mega Man's one of my favorite games. So I really think... If you have the movie and have never tried this game before, it really complements it well. If you have the game but haven't seen the movie, they both complement each other. Go get the movie and watch it and put it out for display when if you have your Batman showcase. 
put it out there. Ben, what do you think? Remember, you are my number one a game. Not quite number one game, but I just, <laughs> it's a great game. I uh, grew up with it. Don't know what else to really say about it other than just I always love the graphics are great. You know, a lot of good colors and shading, and I like all the I like the animation. A lot of animation in the background, and the music, of course, Sunsoft, well known for doing a lot of great tunes, and this is no exception. So I'd have to just go ahead and say uh, I'm going to have to showcase it. I agree with everyone here. I think that this is a major showcase game. It literally is showcased in my Batcave room. I have it. Um, fully boxed and on display i think this game is um really awesome and i don't think I don't, I don't just say that uh because i'm a fan but i think that the the mechanics of the game are great the fact of the wall jump as i was playing this recently really made me feel like there's not many games that you can do that like it's kind of cool just to be able to do that and the gadgets are fine they're not overwhelming they're just you know three to choose from the game is hard, but if you were to try even without cheats, it's a good challenge. It's fun. The music's great, which we didn't talk about too much, but it is different from the Danny Elfman score in every way. It's very NES. It's not It's not very theatrical. It is still a game. Right. Uh, so I'll definitely say showcase it, replay it, display it, do, do all that good stuff. Show it to all your friends and family. So, Ben, do we have anything coming up? Well, you can check out our official website, www.retrogamenightpodcast.com, where we will announce upcoming events with free prizes. If you live near or are visiting the Ventura slash LA counties, come see us. And while you're visiting our website, contact us or leave us a comment because our next episode will be, What is classified as retro gaming? Do you count PS3 games as retro? Do you start as far back as Atari games? Let us know what you think. We may mention you as we discuss this in our next episode. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us out and is always appreciated. And that's all I got. All right. Thanks, Ben. Uh, so that's going to wrap things up for us tonight. Uh, if you'd like to drop us a line, like Ben said, you have our website. If not, there's also Instagram retro underscore game night. If you do the Twitter retro game night one, uh, give us your comments, your questions. We'd love to hear from you. But until next time, everybody, until next time, stay saucy. I'm Batman. Always remember to smile and put on a happy face. Put on a happy face. You're dancing the devil in the pale Always like that bell sound. She <laughs> 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 just knows Joker's And the way he like flies into it, it's like full body like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>